Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind the scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves. And of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of what does being fit mean to you? My guests today are here to represent and share more about F3, a national network of over 2,900 free peer-led workouts for men in 218 regions. Their mission is to plant, grow, and serve small workout groups for men for the invigoration of male community leadership. Please welcome Eli Friedman and Jeff McFarland. So I was I was really excited when you guys reached out because I said this on the phone. I love having conversations with men around self-improvement, nurturing authentic relationships, self-care, all of these things, because I think for women, we're blasted that message all the time now, right? Really important to take care of yourself so you can show up for other people, and that's great, but it's definitely become a little commoditized, I think, especially for women. And I don't see as many messages like that for men. And I think of it as like, we as people need to work on our relationships, ourselves, leadership, like all of the things that F3 represents. But I love to just kind of amplify men's voice. And it might just, it might be that, that archetype of like the strong and silent guy and we don't want to talk about your feelings and you don't want to talk about, you know, what you're doing to be- whatever it is, like just got to keep it in, keep it close. So these conversations are important to me. Awesome. Yeah. 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 There's, a, there's an, there's an entire section uh, in F3 dedicated for that. It's called the circle of trust. Mm. And so oftentimes at the end of every workout, we're sharing, opening up, for all of our deepest, darkest feelings, some of them good, you know, good news, some of it's bad news, some of it's, uh, you know, deaths in the family, sicknesses, some of it's new job opportunities, some of it's new babies, some of it's new, um, just whatever life throws at you kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start with the origin story. How did F3 get started? Um, um, I'll try to do it justice, um, but, you know, Eli Vamos is nicknamed. Well, what's his um, nickname? Vamos. Vamos, <laughs> like the Spanish, uh-huh. like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So, but um, I know you started going to F3 down kind of in the, what we call the, the Mecca or where it kind of originated in North Carolina. So, I mean, I can try and then feel free to. To interject, maybe we try to... Yeah, and then and then once we hear the origin, we'll hear kind of individual stories. What brought you to F3? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely happy to share that, too. So F3 Nation, we'll call it, um, was born out of... Um, outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Vamos. But it's, uh, you know, um, and, and down in North Carolina. And it was started by a guy. His nickname is um, Dread. 
And forgive me, I can't remember. Dread is in like a dreadlock or dread. D-R-E-D-D. Like Judge Dread oh. because he's an attorney. He's an attorney. Oh, okay. Yep. So he, Dread. Uh, forgive me, I can't remember his given given name. How, really know. quick, how are you given a nickname? Because this is fun. I yes. like this part so of it. Nicknames are given depending on the group that you know you first show up to. It's really all about like um, their you know creativity and what you share, like what, what you're willing sticks. To share. Okay. So people start by saying like you know you'll 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 go to a workout for the first time, and you're n- you're known as an FNG. Okay. And an F is a friendly new guy, not okay. not the other F. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so when we do the circle of trust that Vamos was describing, you go around and you say your name, your given name, okay. your age, and your nickname, your F three nickname. Okay. And when you're an FNG or your first workout, you say Jeff forty four FNG. Okay. And then at the end, you'll come in and you'll say, Hey, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who invited you? You know, family, yep. what you do for work, that kind of thing. And yeah. Any embarrassing stories, if you're willing to divulge, then it kind of goes from there. People just start shouting out. Yeah. Like, and then whatever sticks. So, yeah. For me, a macaroni, macaroni is mine. Yours is macaroni? Macaroni. And and I, I joke that the guys um, I worked out with that first time weren't very creative because my last name is McFarland. Um, and so Mac, yeah. McFarland. Yeah. I mean, you know, my whole life I've been called Mac or yep. some derivation of Mac, right? Um, and they're like, Mac, Mac, macaroni. And oh my gosh. Like, okay, macaroni it is. This reminds me of, so I hung out with, I went to Miami university and I hung out with the, the rugby team a lot and they all had nicknames. And so my one very close friend, they always called him Nacho. And like people t- today still like the rugby team will call him <laughs> Nacho. And it's because like one of the first nights out when he was a freshman, he like ate a bunch of nachos, got really drunk and then puked them all in <laughs> <Yeah>. the bar. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 So there's, I mean, there's a lot of nicknames. Um, some are funny. Some are maybe more I guess, serious or some association with what you do for mm-hmm. work or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know, Vamos, do you want to share? Yeah. You, Wait, let, let's do that. This is important. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, my my nickname came about, um, you know, just like every other person that starts for the first time, you have a friend that introduces you um, to the workout. And so, you know, had a friend of mine from school, Queens University of Charlotte, where uh, F3 got started and went to the workout, uh, hyper competitive guy, two sport college athletes. So I wanted to make sure I did better than my friend. And mm-hmm. we started the workout and you know, felt like I was, I was doing pretty well. We took a jog to a, a local park, did some, uh, no weighted exercises like burpees and push-ups and sit-ups, sure. uh, lunges, things like that, squats, ran back to where we had started. And on our way back, I had pushed my friend and I said, let's go and raced him to where we had started. And I was celebrating out of breath, happy to, to have beat everybody. And, and this um, is your first workout, my first workout. So I was like, very accomplished, You're feeling good, feeling really good, and then they had told me that that was the the warm up, that was the warm up, and so <laughs> and so uh, we proceeded to that. do like fireman carries where you're carrying another guy. Oh shit! And so they thought it would be cute to allow me to carry the largest guy who is like 250 pounds. Oh and, boy! Yeah. So then I ended up uh, dry heaving for most of the rest of the workout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a little cross between you know let's go as well as you know vomit as well. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, uh, That's it was a good nice, one. I like you know. that. 
Okay, yeah. vamos and macaroni. I, I, I mm-hmm. like it. I'm going to refer to you guys from that mm-hmm. as that from now on. All right, so back to the origin story. Let's hear it. Yeah, so Dredd, um, his nickname, uh, is a former uh, Special Forces Army uh, guy. Uh, I don't know how many years he served. Uh, I want to say seven, give or take, years active duty with Special Forces. And um, I think the story is he started working out with a, a buddy or some guys he knew around Charlotte, and they just started going to a park on mm-hmm. a Saturday morning or some. You know, maybe started on a weekend and um, started inviting a couple of friends. And then as it kind of developed or the numbers got bigger, they started putting a little more structure around it. The things like we talked about with the circle of trust and oh, some okay. more traditional type aspects to it. Yeah. And then they named it, you know, hey, let's come up with the name Fitness Fellowship and Faith F3. Mm. Sure. Why not? And it just blew off, blew up from there. And so, um, and so, yeah, now there's, I don't know how many hundreds, if not you know, thousands of workout locations around the country. Yep. I think I saw like over 2,900, right? Yeah. Um, So it's, it just exploded. And that was 10 years ago. Actually, they celebrated the 10 year F3 nation, 10 year anniversary um, down in, um, I want to say it was South Carolina, but um, somewhere down there. It was at one of the beaches. Yeah. It was another AO or another region that hosted it. But yeah, so they had people from all over, all over the country that came and and a big weekend event that, uh, celebrate celebrated that big milestone. So it's it's, so yeah, it's a really neat story. What started as just pr- like a couple guys, ten or so guys, exploded into this movement. Why do you think it was so popular, or how do you what do you attribute the success to? I think F three is best for uh, folks that came out of college that um, started having you know adulthood. Uh, Adult friends, work, uh, getting married, having kids, getting busy, losing in t- uh, losing touch with high school classmates, college yeah. classmates, and just starting to kind of lose yourself. You don't um, have time for your friends anymore. you don't have anymore. time for anything else because yeah. you're too dedicated to work, family. Um, oftentimes, your, your health kind of starts to slip because you're focused on the other things. Right. And it, it, I think it really does well with folks that just need some camaraderie some accountability some support and in in my experience ages 25 to 55 is you know right in the strike zone yeah for for most f3 locations yeah no that makes sense and i would argue like everyone needs those things that you listed and especially when i think you come from you know, maybe a sports background or, or even just a college environment or whatever it was where you're surrounded by limitless opportunity to hang out with people and, you know, be with your friends and play sports, whatever it is. And then you're thrust into adulthood and you're like, I don't have any friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's so important. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. of course, your family is important. Of course, your job is important. But it's also important that you can maintain your own individual relationships because that only makes you you know, a better person for your wife and your kids and your boss and your team and all that. And that's why the, the start time, I think, is what it is. So we, we traditionally start all of our weekday workouts at 530 in the morning. And oh that's that's just why is because there's no other distractions at that time. Uh, oftentimes, you know, your, your family, kids are still asleep. You're yeah. able to to have that workout. Um, get a good good sweat in and, you know, enjoy the company of your your fellow, you know, workout buddies. And then you're back at home by, you know, 6.30, yep. 6.45, and 
getting ready for work, getting the kids ready, whatever the case may be. Um, there's just no, there's no excuses. Yeah, I was going to say time, you really at that time of the morning. You don't in the have evening. There's always commitments. I mean, I've got so many uh, commitments for work and and socially. You know, you you, yep. you it's easy to find excuses otherwise. I mean, I've got a a speaking engagement our company's doing um, tomorrow with the uh, Cincinnati Business Journal, and it's about you know mergers and acquisitions and work, and that starts at seven a.m. Yeah, but five thirty a.m. Nobody's bothering you no, at 5.30 a.m. No. So. How often during the week are, are workouts? Um, so here in Cincinnati, we have workouts uh, at different parts of the uh, in the city, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Okay. So like four times a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and the... Uh, that's not the same schedule for every location. Mm-hmm. So just for Wyoming. Right. Yeah. So Wyoming meets Fridays and we're the only location or you call it area of operations or AO that meets on Fridays. Okay. Um, and then there's Amberley where it started in Cincinnati, oh. which is just north of Pleasant Ridge. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I know Amberley. They meet Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Okay. And then there's one in Loveland that meets Thursday mornings and one in Northern Kentucky that meets Saturday mornings. Got it. So you could you can kind of bounce mm-hmm. around, yeah. or if yeah. you just need like a quick place or somewhere that's close by, mm-hmm. you can just pick up there. Yep. Got it. So what do workouts look like? I mean, you just mentioned a what did you a fireman's carry with another <laughs> human? Like, yeah. Is that typical? What What are you guys doing out there? That That's pretty aggressive. That was uh, that was pre COVID days. Some some more people like to uh, to keep their distance oh, these days. Yeah, but right. no, I mean it's it's generally without weight, but there are occasions where we'll bring what we call coupons or just weight in general, which could be kettlebells, could be bricks, could be cinder blocks, mm. could be whatever you want to like make someone's it. got like a load of lumber that they're taking Anything. and they're like, all we've, right, let's. Yeah. We've had people bring sandbags, uh, <laughs> yes. rucking, uh, you know, walking around with a weighted backpack. That's yep. a pretty common, uh, type of coupon or type yep. of workout that we'll do on occasion. Um, but most of the workouts I would say is are without weights. Okay. And so it's just self body weight stuff and it's all peer led. So everybody takes turns for who's leading the workout. So macaroni could lead this morning and then I'll lead tomorrow and then you can lead, oh. you know, another day. And so it's all self driven. So we have a Google spreadsheet. People just pick the days that they want to lead that workout. Got it. Um, and I always joke cause I hate burpees, like hate I'm burpees. I'm right there with you. <laughs> so anytime I, I lead the workout, everybody knows there's no burpees. And so Love long it. as it, it's not raining dry feet, like dry shoes, <laughs> I don't go in the grass. We're not oh, you know, doing, uh-huh. doing anything to, to get your shoes wet. Yep. Oh, that's um, so funny. You like pick up on the people. You're like, all right, well, this guy you know, loves to yeah. work a squat. So we know we're doing yeah. squats or whatever. Versus yeah. when macaroni leads. Yeah. What do you so, like to do? Um, I don't know. I like to mix it up. I like to, Burpees. you know, I don't like to do a standard type format. Um, but yeah, so I've, and I've learned a lot since I've gone on just different movements. And, right. You know, different, just programming. different derivations and yeah, different formats. So, you know, the one thing just kind of adding on to what Vamo said, as far as the workout goes, it, it varies. And that's the cool thing about it because it depends on who's leading. Because if you yeah. have somebody that's a marathon runner, you might do a lot of cardio. If you have somebody <laughs> that's, you know, kind of a bulky, you know, meathead, you yep. know, weightlifter guy, you might bring some cinder blocks and do a lot of upper body. So it varies and it really pushes you. That's really you're cool. you're strong at or weak at, you know, you're, you're going to get pushed inevitably. And you're, you're responsible for the whole program. Like you make up the workout, workout. Yeah, you tell mm-hmm. everyone what they're doing. 
Yeah, that's right. We and we also um, I love that concept. We that's incorporate so everybody, so it doesn't matter. You know, any kind of fitness level work. So the F three, the three Fs and F in F three are fitness, fellowship, and faith. Any type of fitness, any type of faith, any type of fellowship you want, that's mm-hmm. what you get here. It's always outdoors, always free mm-hmm. uh, for all men. And um, the nice thing about incorporating all fitness levels is that if if you're, you know, doing a lap around a track, there's naturally going to be people, be people that are faster and people that are slower. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the great things that I like about F3 is that we have, you know, the ability to continue doing a new workout once you finish that lap. So you can do push-ups, you can do planks, you mm-hmm. can do burpees, you can do whatever you want to do, or you can do what's called pick up the six, which is just to run back and support your, your fellow workout buddies, your oh, brothers, and bring bring them up to the, the front as well. And yeah. so there's... Mm-hmm there's a big sense of like leaving no men behind. And I mm. think a lot of that is again, kind of spurs from the military um, yeah, the background. Saying, I really like that saying. So the leave no man behind, but leave no man where you found him. Oh, it's kind of a you know mantra. Yeah. It's really neat. Yeah. I like that. So one example, you know, one, one example, the workout I, Oh yeah. I went Give to me an in example. Tennessee. Um, this guy, he was a stud. Um, um, he um, did an all burpee workout, 45 minutes, nothing but burpees. That's terrible. And it was a nightmare. Was it like burpee like variations? Yes, yeah, different, like yeah. 50 plus variations. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, And they yeah. all had a different nickname because, like I said, we like nicknames. And, yeah, it was it was miserable. But at the, you know, at the same time, it was like, holy cow. Like, God, I that's I just did burpees for 45 terrible. minutes. Terrible. Yeah. yeah, and I just got back from a trip. <laughs> I'm, I'm selling a business in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And every time I travel, I love doing F3. Any city, Charlotte, where it started, Birmingham, uh, Chicago, all over. I mean, Dayton, Columbus, wherever I go, I'm always doing F3. And uh, the workout on that particular day, uh, shout out to uh, Demo, who was one of the, the my, my partner in that workout. But it, it was to carry a cinder block for the entire 45 minutes. Wow. So we did two and a half miles of just carrying a cinder block, however you want it, on your shoulder, above your head. Oh. You know, it was, it was absolutely miserable. <laughs> um, so a lot of thought went into that workout. Um, He's like, ah, I forgot the assignment. I'm just going <laughs> to grab yeah. some cinder blocks and can't put it down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure there was some something, you know, uh, tribute to somebody yeah. or something. Yeah. I mean, when yeah. we had in the, the Cincinnati region, we have um, a mule rush, which uh, Matt can speak more of. But we did a big tribute for 9-11 mm-hmm. uh, on our last workout and obviously incorporated stairs and things like that. So. The workout, it just varies so darn much uh, depending on who leads it. And that's that's the nice thing is, is if you don't like the workout, step up and lead it. Yeah. Or come come again and it'll change, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, in general, I would call it as like a boot camp. Yeah. Workout, okay. Right? Boot, right. No, um, I, I, I have a good a good picture. Yeah. That's um, Those are some of my favorite kinds of workouts. And it sounds like I would love the idea of I'm thinking of – some of my fitness friends, right? We we have a little group that goes over to UC's Nipper Stadium when we run the stairs. And I would just like love to have each one of us kind of rotate and do something, which maybe I will introduce to them and see what they think. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so for like for each location, is it always in the same spot? Or you said like you incorporated stairs. Okay. So yeah, it's so it's, it always starts in the same spot. Okay. So, for example, at Amberley Park, there is French Park, which is right across the street. 
and French Park has a massive hill and beautiful oh, views. No. So, you know, if you want to enjoy a really nice sunrise, go over to French Park uh, at the crack of dawn and you might find us there. Um, so we'll, you Running know, we'll start. Yeah. So we'll start there and then we'll run up the hill. Maybe we'll do lunges up the hill. Maybe we'll run up the hill backwards. Maybe yep. we'll run halfway up the hill, do some push-ups or step-ups. Yeah, or field trip, like you go on a field trip somewhere that's kind of adjacent or nearby. Got it, got yep. it. Yeah. And then there's... But it's important to start at the same spot because actually if you go to the website, there's a map. So like, and the cool thing is like, you'll have people from out of town that are here on work or mm-hmm. business, you know, or, you know, personal, you know, just on vacation and they just stop by a workout because you can go on the map and see like, hey, where yeah. are the locations? And you, yeah, whenever you travel, you mentioned, yeah. yeah, yeah. So at the, uh, and every every location has its own nickname, right? Because F3 loves nicknames oh. and lexicons. So the location that Macaroni started up in Wyoming High School is uh, is called the Cowboy, but the Cowboy. a short jog, um, there's another parking lot and we've done like uh, a Murph workout yes. which i'm sure you're familiar with i am familiar i actually just saw the most ridiculous thing ever it was um shout out to farty fit it's a gym uh locally and they got an idea this idea from someone else but you know the murph starts with a mile mm-hmm. ends with a mile so they made a modification and they bear crawled a mile and then bear crawled the second mile on a treadmill oh that sounds awful. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, I, like, watch this video over and over again. And you can, like, hear them. They're, like, get it started. And they're, like, oh, my God. Like, two seconds in. I'm, like, somebody I need to follow Somebody posted something that somebody, up, you know, set the record for the longest bear crawl. And I want to say it was, a, it was like, a marathon-type distance. Oh, my God. That just Non-stop sounds like it would for wreck miles. Yeah. havoc on your yeah. body, the your plank, back. Uh, the plank record, too. Yeah. That's What's the plank record? Too long. I don't know. It's... <laughs> What four hours plus? There was yeah. a there was a military, an older gentleman, uh, military vet. I recall seeing some really really absurd number like hours, and then I think it it recently got broken again. But it's it's just absurd regardless. Absurd. Those people are freaks. This yeah. next level. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah, go sorry. Just no, no, um, no. Just adding kind of to our our earlier conversation about how it grew, um, and then just also the different workout locations around Cincinnati. Yeah. Some history there. So. Um, so the other thing, you know, you know, Vamos talked about kind of like the unmet need early, I think just in, in men in general and society, yep. especially now, um, they call it sad, sad clown syndrome. Yes, I have heard. Yeah. Yep. So it's kind of like the idea that you, you know, you walk around, everything's good, you know, family's good, work's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. You know, I go to the gym. But I don't have anything be- to complain yeah, about, exactly. so to speak. But behind, yeah. you know, behind the curtain, so to speak. You know, you're miserable. You're not happy. You're not connected. You're f- not fulfilled and good, solid relationships with other other guys. So that's kind of the the unmet need piece. But I think um, intentionally early on, you know, credit to the founders, Dread and and the others that started it. Um, organizationally, they kept it as what they call a starfish model, and it's very decentralized. So, you know, the perfect example is, you know, and how did all these workout locations start? Think about around the country Mm -hmm. without very strong central, you know, leadership and, you know, policies and procedures. And there is enough structure to kind of keep a common core and a common element. There's five, you know, five or six principles that kind of keep an F3 workout and F3 workout Uh versus any other group of guys working out on their own. Um, But they did that intentionally to keep it 
to, to grow it, right? Yep. I mean, so example, like I started, like Vamo said, the the location in Wyoming, a couple blocks from my house because I had done it in Tennessee and I moved here and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, wouldn't that be cool to, to grow it here? And so, you know, I did, you know, next thing I know, we got 10, 15 guys on average showing up, but wow. I've never met the leader of F3. I know who it is, yeah. you know, and I yeah. know about the history and, and that kind of stuff, but Do you have it's to not like, like I had to, somewhere? I didn't send an email oh, okay. to anybody. Yeah. I didn't have to send an email saying, Hey, you know, by the way, you don't I... want to get like a franchise license. Yeah. Or so it's very <laughs> decentralized. And again, it's kind of like, it's kind of almost like this unwritten rule that if you're going to call yourself F3, you're going to have to kind of abide by these certain criteria yeah. and poly- yeah. you know, principles that I mentioned, but um, other than that, you want to start a workout, you know, down at Smale Park right. or at All Park or wherever, right. you know, I've almost not talked about other parts of Cincinnati that we think would be ripe for a location. So um, it was very decentralized at the beginning and it just, you know, flourished as a result, I think. Yeah. And to be really clear, cool. it's a it's a non for profit. Five hundred one three C. So it's not. It's this. This is not a an, an endeavor to make money. Right. Um, you said all the workouts are free. 100% yeah, they're free. free. That's, yeah, that's the up. other thing. Exactly. It's and that makes it easy to start a workout, right? That's incredible. You, you go to a public park, and it's all public spaces. Yeah. You know, we, we a lot of workout locations are like high schools, like Wyoming, yep. for example, is at the high school. Um, or public parks like the one that in Amberley. That park in in Presidents Park in Northern Kentucky, uh, just one of the most beautiful parks i've ever oh, been I to been there. yeah we call it the executive because it's president's park and they've got the multiple multiple uh pavilions for when it rains they've got a beautiful uh, basketball court for anybody that likes to uh do workouts on that you know different t- type of uh, asphalt uh-huh. they've got a nice little trail around and they've also just got ginormous homes i mean some of the biggest homes uh that i've seen are are in that area yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. I need to check out that park. I've never been to that park. So how did you guys get into it? What drew you there? And then what was, you know, kind of your, your background with fitness prior? Uh, so prior to F3, uh, I played soccer for four years at division two level, not impressive at all. I rode the bench most <laughs> of the time. Um, but I just love quickly sports. out with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, my, my, my college colleagues would be happy to throw me under that bus. So I'll, I'll take that one. Um, and then I ran track and field for a couple of years just because we had, uh, national champions and they just needed bodies to, yep. to run track. Yep. Um, so I, I always loved the fitness and the hard work side of, mm-hmm. uh, sports. And when I, uh, graduated, I didn't play in men's leagues or, or co-ed leagues or anything. And so I just started getting fat mm. and out of shape <laughs> and I was just going to the gym and going through the motions and lifting and, uh, got pretty big for me, which was maybe, you know, 225, 230 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I'm five, seven, you know, for listeners, that's not, not the most healthy if you're not, uh, eating, eating well and, and exercising with any cardio. Yeah. Um, so for me, my friend was, you know, just getting on me. You gotta, you gotta work out, you're getting fat Yeah. and just as blunt as, you know, guy friends can, can right. do for you. Right. And, uh, got back into F3 dropped, more than 30 pounds maybe and just thoroughly impressed coming coming from you know the college environment you're 26 27 years old and competing with guys that are in their 30s 40s some of them are in their 50s and they're just smoking you so you started like Mm mid-20s and your friend that told you you were fat he was he was one yeah he was yeah he was already (laughs) in there yeah got it got it got it and so you've been doing it for long time now yeah uh, eight years probably. And you started in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got it. Got it. Got it. 
What about you? Yeah, so I started about three years ago down in Tennessee. I mentioned um, outside of Nashville. So, okay. Um, uh, it's a town called Franklin, Tennessee. Yep. Yeah, so I started down in Franklin. Um, a buddy of mine, actually uh, a guy I met through my son's flag football team mm-hmm. just at practice one day, said, hey, you know, there's a group of guys that meets. Actually, it was in my neighborhood um, uh, where they, they have the workout location on Fridays. just happened to be... Uh, very convenient for me to to just you know, run over to the elementary schools where they met, and so I was like, yeah, you know, sure, I'll try it out. It's what's worst can happen, you know. It's yeah, you're humiliated. My, it's a couple blocks you from my house, heat. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because um, you know, going back, you know, so on my own, I would typically run and lift weights. I mm-hmm. go to the gym a couple of days a week and and run, you know, the off days. Um, and so I, I did that for, for a while, for several years. I was in the Army, uh-huh. and so that kind of created some some healthy some habits, habits yeah. that I, I kind of continued on. on. So, um, But the one of the guys that worked out in the, my neighborhood I mentioned where I first started going, um, they called it lone wolfing, and that's where you see somebody that's kind of by themselves, running by themselves, or maybe in the gym by themselves, and they're yeah. like, yeah, you know, macaroni, we saw you lone wolfing for probably a few months. And, you know, I meant to, like, just say, hey, you know, come join us yep, or whatever. Yep. I just never did. But, anyway, this guy at my son's practice did, and I did, and the rest is history. And it's just, you know, what I what I really gained from it was all the different things that we, we've talked about. But it was also, like Bamo said, that I felt like I was in decent shape, mm-hmm. you know, pretty good shape. Um from for my for my age at least and um but I saw these guys that were just like just so killing it. Like is it competitive? Studs. Like you guys get in it's there. It's as competitive as you want it to be. Yeah. Okay. There are yeah. there are some guys that uh just go through the motions and they're just there to break a sweat or yeah. have the camaraderie or have the accountability or just you know, being able to talk about things freely. Uh-huh. Um and then there are some people that compete. I probably go in and out of phases where there are some days that I really want to compete and other days I just I'm yeah. just happy that I got yeah, out of bed. Totally. And totally. I, I, I should mention that, um, you know, F3 is not my only workout. Um, I go see Dr. Eric. He's my, my chiropractor. Nobby? Yeah. I Nobby. just saw him today at 3 p.m. Phenomenal. <laughs> completely healed my foot pain, just the way that I was carrying my weight. Yep. Um, I've loved uh, trying out uh, Shred 415 with. Oh, yeah. Um, with Bassie and, and Jess, they're, oh, they're yeah. great. So fun. Um, so, I mean, I've tried all kinds of workouts, and it's it's not that I don't like them because I yeah. like every single one of them, but for a free price and, and for the guys that we have in our group. You can't beat that. At the times that we have, it's it's really, really nice. And my goal is, is in the Cincinnati community is for us to have so many locations that are so darn convenient yep. that all you have to do is just run to the location. Mm. It's just in your backyard, the nearest park, the nearest high school, church, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's how I think that we're going to continue to, mm-hmm. to expand and, and grow to new locations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, No, I mean, I always say there's somebody ahead of you and somebody behind you always, right, no matter what. And yep. so... Um, there were certainly a lot of guys ahead of me when I first started going. I remember the first workout I went to, it was, it was decent. This guy let it was a, more of a runner guy. And so we ran around the neighborhood. We picked up some random bricks at some construction sites and did some, <laughs> you know, some bicep curls and that kind of stuff. So it was, it was fairly, fairly tame. Um, but then the second, and I was like, I'll give it a sh- another shot. I went to the next week and I was toast. Yeah. Like the guy starts off and we start doing bear crawls up and down stairs and no. burpees. And I'm like, I was humbled. I was like, oh my gosh, I thought I was in good shape, but 
these guys are running circles around yeah, me. Yeah, this know? is something like, I'm not so used to doing. Like, uh, I want to get after it. You know, yeah. this is this is awesome. You know, and it's just kind of taking me to a, a new level. Yeah. Some are some are marathon runners. Some are Ironman people. Some are just freaks of nature that that are just so darn strong. Yes. Um, I, and even in in one of my uh, groups, my uh, my running group that I do in Madeira on uh, Wednesdays, we meet at McDonald Commons at five thirty in the morning. Uh, one of the guys has done, I want to say, like fifty marathons. Wow. Just unbelievable wow so you know just that that's the thing that impresses me and and the reason that i come every day is to you know support these guys and to just be humbled by you know older folks that are able to continue to do it despite having a family despite having you know work despite having uh injuries yeah, no, they're prioritizing or, this yeah. like this is good for them mm-hmm. that that's going to make them better at their families and all yeah. of that yeah 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 that's why i said like if as long as somebody else is showing up then I'll, I'll show up because that person's either going to be ahead of me, like I said, and yeah. I'll try to get better and improve myself or they'll be maybe behind me and I can, you know, help them, help them grow and whatever it may be. So, yeah. yeah I want to talk idea. more about the circle of trust because this sounds really interesting to me. So in practice, what does this look like? And I'm so interested because I'm picturing in my mind, right? Okay. You've got some new people who are just coming in how do you get people to open up and kind of get to the level of vulnerability I think would be necessary that you feel the connection and the camaraderie with people? Because that's how you really get that connection, right, is when you're you're open yourself. But to get there is hard for a lot of people. You're exactly right. It's not going to be the first time that yeah. you meet all these new people that you're you going like to be sharing, sharing yeah. those kind of details. But it certainly gives you a lot of confidence when you're hearing all the stories amongst the yes. group. So the way that the way that it functions, you start and end at the same location. So um, traditionally we have a, a flag, which is just a shovel in the ground with a flag on, on it attached to it. And so that's where we start. And then that's where we end. And we get around in a circle around that flag and we uh, do, we, we say our names and nicknames and ages and we, um, count to make sure we're all you know accounted for didn't lose anybody again that that theme (laughs) Um, and then we open the floor up to uh different thoughts or prayers or events or things like that and anyone can just start to share is there any any kind of any anyone can share anything at any time um we've got folks that are going through divorces new jobs babies just uh surgeries illnesses yeah uh you know just giant successes with work and you just share all these things. The good, um, the bad, every, everything. Yeah. And it just, it, it normalizes everybody. It, it gives uh, people the support that they need. It, it encourages other people. Um, you know, I think, I think some people take that, that time in our workout as it has to be negative news. And the reality is, is that you can share positive news too, yeah. because there's so many so many times that I've heard encouraging stories from other folks about getting a new job, you know, being successful with their, with their wife or mm-hmm. kids. And it's just really moving. And, yeah. And, it makes you feel good. Yeah. 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 And, and like proud of them. Like that's one of my favorite feelings to experience is someone that I really care about. Like when they do a great job or, or they, you know, accomplish something that they were setting out to do, whatever it was like that feeling of pride, I think is like one of the most rewarding things. 
Yeah. And that's where the faith component comes into. Um, so the faith is like Famos mentioned earlier, non-prescriptive. So it's kind of this, the thought is that there's something out there higher than yourself. Whatever uh, that is that to be, you. Yeah, we've granted. got Jews, Christians, Catholics, atheists. We've mm-hmm. got, we've got it all. Yeah. Yeah. But the idea is that you put yourself, you know, really third um, behind, you know, your family, your neighbors, you know, you're living for something else other than yourself. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the, what it, what it really kind of, um, encompasses. And so, um, but typically, you know, if people are, are led, whoever led the workout feels comfortable to lead, uh, a prayer, mm-hmm. um, to whatever, you know, uh, and whatever kind of religious affiliation that they're, it can be um, thoughts. It can be of, a prayer. It can be any anything that just yeah. that individuals thanks or yeah. you know whatever gratitude. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. so great. So yeah, that's really cool. And the one thing you know, I was thinking about this the other day actually, and COVID has changed it a little bit um, because when I first started going to the workouts, the circle of trust would start like Ramos said. You'd start in a circle, you know, maybe arms distance apart, and you do the names and, and that kind of thing. Um, you have some announcements and then at the end you actually come in together and kind of hold your hands like a basketball team, you're not yeah. To, yeah. you know, in a huddle or a football team and you kind of put your hands together and kind of, yes. and is that, that physical no, aspect that is of powerful. it. And that was really cool. And we, st- we got away from that with COVID. Yeah. Know, it was kind of one of those mitigating, fa- you know, things like I just take a knee where you are. Yeah. Um, is ball and man, is that a F3 term or do people do that out outside of? Of F3. Is what? I'm sorry. The ball and man, it's where you put your arms and hands around each other's shoulders. I haven't heard that. I have not heard that. I haven't heard that. Oh, geez. Okay. Maybe I made that up. I'm fairly confident that that's what what I've heard. Write it down in the lexicon so you remember. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so that's kind of how it would typically you finish a workout is like this group of guys huddled together, like I said, expressing some thanks or gratitude or, you know, prayer for all the different things that people have shared or, or whatever. So I love that. Like when you made that motion with your hand, putting it up, I was instantly transported back to high school or or whatever in sports. And like you, you do that motion. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I remember the feeling of like being with your team and you're like, either are just going to go do something together or you just finish something together. Mm-hmm. And that's a really special feeling yeah. that yeah, I haven't cool. felt that in a while. Yeah, it's cool. I think it, it definitely adds an element because it's like you do the it workout, does. you sweat and you, you, know, you share jokes, you laugh, you do all this stuff for however long, 45 minutes, an hour. And it's not like, all right, see you guys next week or see you tomorrow. You get in your cars. There's this bonding. P- yeah. P- you know, That's great. Picture of Ball it? of man. Sorry. Ball of man. Yeah. Ball, oh, okay. And, so, yes. and it just, it's just, I'm looking at a picture with uh, probably 50 or a hundred uh, guys after an F3 workout and they just grab, you know, one another's shoulders and just bow their heads for the, uh, the thoughts or prayers um, yeah. at the end of the workout. Yeah, it's really cool. Wait, you said 50 to 100. How many are typical in Cincinnati? What do you see number-wise? So for the Mule Rush events where we uh, converge the different Everyone locations, comes together. Uh, we probably have 40-ish people. Yeah. If we have have most people attend. But yep. we, we've, we've probably got 75-ish or so around the greater Cincinnati area. Wow. Uh, we've done convergences with uh, Dayton. Mm. Uh, we've done them with uh, Columbus mm-hmm. and just traveling and working out with other other folks is just one of the most fun things to do. I even 
even when I'm uh, networking professionally, I love to grab a workout with that, uh, in my case, business owner or referral partner. Yeah. And it is one of the most pure types of conversations that you can have uh, with somebody when they're not dressed in a, a suit as, as I am oh, today, because yeah. that's our, our attire. Yep. But when you're stripped down and, and shorts and a t-shirt and it's 5.30 yeah, in the morning. you're doing burpees you for 45 minutes. You don't look your best. You don't <laughs> smell your best. Uh-uh. Um, but that that is just the true nature of people. And you can really see the, the folks that give up when you know they have more in the tank. And, um, you know, they, they can just show, you know, a certain side that you wouldn't you wouldn't normally see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say on average, it averages ten, give okay. or take. Um, and it could be there's always going to be one because there's always somebody who signed up to lead mm. in advance. <laughs> so that's established beforehand. There's a calendar, you know, like a yep. Google Docs or whatever that we we put our you know, our signups on. And so um, you know, there's going to be one and maybe two if somebody else comes. Right, um, upwards of maybe 15 or 20 probably at Amberley on a Saturday, I think is probably the most, um, the biggest AO here in Cincinnati. But I'd say intentionally, I'd say the numbers are in that low teens uh-huh. because I feel like much more, I've, I've been to workouts, normal workouts, not even the conversions and stuff that Vamos were talking about, like of 20, 25 guys. Yeah. It gets kind of unwieldy. Right. With all the stuff that Vamos was talking about where you're picking up the six. And, sure. And, you know, if you're doing a lot of different you know stuff um if you have that many people you can have another location that is probably even more convenient to you or you can split off but yeah so so yeah i'd say on average 10 10 to 15 um but yeah it varies it could be two or it could be 20 20 or more in some of the the cold snowy winter wintry days i know the numbers definitely oh yeah yeah, i am yeah if you're out there at 5 (laughs) 30 20 degrees in January. Zero Good degrees for you. Yeah. Zero degrees, absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm sure I've had a, a workout or two with just myself and macaroni. Just yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It when happens. We're first starting. Yeah, it was just Are you ever just like, there. we're just going to go for a walk today? <laughs> no, no. Can't do that. <laughs> do you, do you, are there like social events outside of the workout? Are there anything organized or maybe yeah. you just do things on your own? Yes, yeah, so we certainly have events that we do together, Father's Day or, you oh. know, anniversaries of, of certain events, things like that we'll do. We've got big workout events, the Mule Rush, which I'd love. I would love uh, Macaroni to give you some some uh, guidance or some background on mm-hmm. those types of events. Um, but also just the nature of the group itself, the the bond that we have with each other. We we help each other regardless. So whether it's professionally, if I need help with something that uh, that one of the the F3 people, you need you know, a plumber, you need an electrician, anything. whatever. We've got, network. we've got doctors, we've got yeah. attorneys, we've got everything you would ever need yeah. is, uh, is in this group, you know, CFOs, we've got all, all kinds of people from all walks of life with all kinds of backgrounds. So that's always phenomenal. And, and even me personally, when we moved, uh, we were renting a house in Oakley and we moved to Madeira. Uh, I had the F3 movers, right? I had, the, I was going to say that the that's workout like crew. prime, I need help to move person that you call. Yeah. And so I, I, I think we had six or eight guys, you know, come and move boxes for me. Yeah. And it, it, it was more efficient than even the professional movers that uh, we had hired the first time. And you're like, this counts as your workout. Too. Yeah, it was. Well, no, we actually did it right after oh, the workout. Um, so we were pretty tired. But then, you know, I had pizza and beers and stuff for the guys. Right, and, right. um yeah, so there's there's lots of events outside. I, we're I'm going to be grabbing beers with some folks. 
uh, next week. It's, it's however much of the fellowship part that people want. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's anything, I would say it's anything from a happy hour, just an impromptu, like, hey, vamos, when I meet at yep. Sonder or wherever at 4.30 yep. and grab some beers and see who else wants to come, right? To Bible studies in Tennessee, mm-hmm. you know, there was guys that just started kind of offshoot, offshoot Bible studies. Um, so, yeah, it, it's anything and everything. And then, like Vamo said, the, the cool thing is just guys coming together and rallying around each other when they need help. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most no, recently, somebody um, moved uh, from Green Hills to Lachland, which is near Wyoming. And um, we started a meal train for him because he's um, he's got three kids and one on the way and started um, – uh, fixer upper moved into a fixer upper. Mm, so we're like, sounds hey, like a guy, blast. This yeah. guy needs help. <laughs> so what can, yeah. we do, what can we do to help? So we all chipped in and got him dinner. Yeah. You know, so oh, that's, that's really sweet. Oh, do you maybe, like so uh, Mac, do you want to talk about the convergence or yeah, the rush? Yeah. rush yeah. Um, well, and before I do that, so quickly, Vamos mentioned the, the different events um, that might be around a holiday or something. So like for 9-11, a lot of times we'll do like a, a ruck, a special ruck, and mm-hmm. we'll carry the flag. I know they, you know, yeah. Vamos has led some rucks. And um, for Father's Day, Vamos mentioned um, we'll do a, what we call an F3 Dads event. So this year we went to um, um, Blue Ash. What's the name of the park? Summit Run, Park. Summit Park, sorry. Summit Park in Blue Ash and invited kids. Because typically workouts aren't conducive to for right, kids, right? Right, right, right. And this like, is your time to get away. Yeah, yeah. Like this is your time but for this you. Was, this was, uh, you know, kind of a pseudo workout where we went through kind of the motions, and the kids enjoyed doing the stuff and learning some of the language and getting nicknames. Yeah, and, oh, that's and we fun. had refreshments and stuff, uh, popsicles and stuff at the end. But yeah, so that's another example of stuff that we do outside oh. of a typical workout. Yeah. But the Mule Rush is something that um, I was really inspired by, again, um, when I first started going to F3 in Tennessee. It's, uh, the name for it is called uh, CSOP, and that stands for something, like we were saying mm-hmm. before. There's a lot of different acronyms. Completely Stupid and Utterly Pointless oh. is what CSOP stands for. Love it. And the idea is that, um, and this isn't necessarily a core principle, but it's kind of something that F3 is like an unwritten rule almost where... Other than a workout, there should be something that really galvanizes the group together that's kind of above and beyond, right? And it can be a long ruck. It can be an extra hard workout, whatever the case may be. It could look like, you know, it could look different for different people in different AOs or different regions. But uh, for us in Cincinnati, um, we call it the Mule Rush. And we, we've done it twice. We did it twice this year, once in the spring and once in the fall. And it's kind of like, a, for lack of a better description, a workout on steroids. Oh. And so we covered, what, 13 miles oh. and then different, you know, stopped along the way. So it wasn't like a half marathon. So don't, don't get the I am not. I, mean, I'm a, I am not a runner for those you, listening. But you, but I am you, not a runner. But you covered did 13, 13 Yeah, you covered 13 yeah, miles. Yeah. Yeah. But in the, t- in the meantime, you know, you take breaks and you do workouts. Along um, the way. It's yeah, so worse than the, bre- the breaks yeah. are workouts. So we'll do mini boot camp sessions for 10 minutes, and that's that's the break. Now, we do have a, a water, a real water and snack break halfway in between-ish, halfway-ish uh-huh. um, in between. But, I mean, I a, a good run for me is normally a three-mile run at a 10-minute pace. That's what I do every Wednesday that I was uh, sharing in Madeira. Yep. Yep. Uh, but we even had another another guy – 
um, Slice, who who just uh, just did the Mule Rush event, did the 13 miles. He had never run more than, I think, three miles ever in his life. Whoa. So it is absolutely something that every single human being yeah. can do. Um, it's no different in that, you know, like I almost was saying earlier, you don't leave anybody behind if somebody's struggling and you... How far, like, are the segments get. when you're running? Like, what would be the... Mile. This we did, a mi- yeah, okay. mile, Mo- at miles. most, at yeah. most, okay. it'd be a, about a mile. Yeah. Okay. See, I, yeah. I think I could do something like that before a half marathon. You absolutely yeah. could do that. Yeah. So the first one we did, we started. It sounds at fun, Park. actually. We started at Smale, um, downtown on the river, right by Roebling Bridge. Beautiful and morning. Ran mm. to. Um, Alms, no, no, no. Alms. Stop. No, you made everybody do a hundred <laughs> burpees oh, well, yeah, as a buy-in <laughs> just to start. Oh, we had to do a hundred burpees. And is do you guys consider a burpee like chest to floor jump up? What's your? What's I I consider a burpee. A you a go down up. into a plank position. You do a push up, and okay. then you get back up, and then and you jump. do a jump. Okay. Got it. No, yeah, I got it. What's got your? It. What's your? I'm, I mean, I feel like everyone does it differently. Yeah. So they cheat. I think, yeah. <laughs> so like, like CrossFit, right? You would just, you almost like fling your body to the ground, right? right. Like you're just like full yeah. on That's chest, what do, whatever, yeah. Yeah. and then push up to like jump up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's just the kind of just jump to a plank and you don't go all the way down and jump back up. Right. That's I, th- those are not as bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not right. You can do like with weights. Then you like pick up a weight when you stand up. Right, that right. kind of thing. Yeah, there's a lot of different variations. There's so many different yeah. variations. And we so call we each other out on everything. Everybody, it's oh, you know, come on, Mac, do it right. Yeah. Oh. I got a little leg kick in my burpee. It's oh weird. yeah, I've like seen. I, I favor leg, yeah. you favor your your one leg. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird. lot. Better be careful. You got to so go that was just that was just the start so of we the did burpees, and then we, you know, ran to Alms Park and back. And did some different stuff in between. We made we it to Eden to, Park as well. There are a lot Adams. of hills. Oh yeah. shit! We don't. We the second one was not like that. Oh, but that's that the beauty of F three is it's always different every single time. Very yeah. different. The second one we went. We started at um, Summit mm-hmm. and then went to Sharon Woods and did some stuff at Sharon Woods and came back to Summit. How um, long did it take you? I think there were about. Th- Three and a half, four hours. Yeah, three and a half to four hour workout. You got to get a little mm-hmm. refuel in there then. Oh, huh? yeah, yeah. We had plenty. You got energy bars and the donuts at the end really helped. Do you, oh, yeah, for sure. Do you get um, maybe from people at work who don't participate or whatever? People are like, why are you doing this? I ask all my coworkers to come. I, I beg my coworkers to come. Every single one of them. They're like, oh, you're crazy. Uh, yeah. Some are, are saying, you know, oh, maybe I'll make it to a normal workout one of these days. Uh, it just, you know, a- anybody can do what we do. Sure. 100%. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I get that. But same. they do look at me like I'm crazy. Right. I get that. And we're amongst like-minded people and we like to put ourselves through hell and torture and pain to work out. <laughs> and, and I really kind of only surround myself with people that do that mm-hmm. as well. Not, I have friends that don't, but then at work I get these like crazy crazy looks of like what are you do-? like people are like <laughs> blown away mm-hmm. it's just so funny the difference yeah i mean i think um yeah i mean i think everyone's coming from a different yeah. place right yeah. you know that's fine they don't work out at all or haven't worked out since college yeah or, i love that excuse know. by the way if people want to say i need to get in shape to go to f3 right. that it just makes me that's laugh so much point. because i feel that i feel that i've been in that place before 
Like if it's like a new workout, and this is like years and years ago where I'm like, oh shoot, I have to like, you know, Get start in running in order before, to start working. Yeah, out. which is silly. It's totally yeah. silly, but I understand that thought. It's probably you know you don't want to show up and like embarrass yourself or you want to be able to hold your own yeah. or whatever. And it's yeah. like, no, the, ol- the w- how you get better is to just show up. Yeah. yeah. That's the, that's the, the hardest thing for a lot of people, but it's the easiest thing for me because I am just, I am a, a glutton for punishment when it comes yeah, to workouts and I love a good process Yeah, at work. I love a process I that I stick to it to a T my workouts. I don't, I don't miss. Yep. I yep. do. I do not miss if I'm if I'm physically able or or physically here in the city. Mm-hmm. I'm always at those workouts. Yeah. So no, that's great. I love it. I love it. Well, this is a great lead in into the big question. Vamos. We'll start with you. What does being fit mean to you? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, to me, I just like to break a sweat every day. Mm-hmm. Like, just need to to get that out of me. Um, you know, fight off. Demons, stresses, whatever, oh, whatever is inside of you, um, you know, that is, that is my release every day. I feel, I feel really empowered. I, I'm a morning person, so yeah. that's how I wake up. I don't drink coffee and, and I feel like the workout is the way that I, that I get up every day and that, that is my fit. It's yeah. just moving. Yeah. No, oh, I love that. I'm the same way. I have to move my body. When you said demons, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Like they're crawling at my back until I can just like shake it off and move. What about you, yeah, Macaroni? Um, for me, something that really was eye-opening and what I really gained to appreciate about F3 is that <clears throat> fit to me is not just one singular thing, like mm-hmm. you know, f- your personal phys- you know, physical fitness, right? Which obviously the workouts are geared and oriented towards getting you better physically fit, right? Yep. Um, but it's it's your relationships, your, you know, psyche, your spiritual life, your, you know, family, your work, your professional life, you know, all of that. And it's all related. And so I think before F3 where the, you know, kind of had the, the, you know, the epiphany was that I compartmentalized Mm -hmm. where I was like, um, I'm physically fit, relatively Mm -hmm. speaking, like I said before, and I'm doing okay in work and Mm -hmm. my family's healthy, you know, got Mm -hmm. kids and wife and, but I felt like I, like I said they were all kind of disjointed uh-huh. and separate. Yeah. Whereas F three has really um, brought it all together in like this holistic, like you know, Just symbiotic, feel like you're symbiotic. Yeah. yeah, like and it's the workout, it's the relationships, it's it's all the stuff we talked, and it's if I'm not right in one of those particular areas, then something else is going to suffer, right? Yes. Inevitably. Yes. You know, you might be able to plug along for a little bit or yes, fake it, but totally. But eventually. You know, something's going to come back and, mm-hmm. you know, something else is going to, you know, another, you know, um, something else is going to fall off. So that, that's or to worse, me somebody else, fit. somebody else falls off and then you feel responsible for them. I mean, right. a lot of a lot of the reason why I show up every day is to be there for for those other people. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes they need it and there's going to be a time eventually that I may need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, t- this has been so refreshing when I'm like feeling dejected about the world at large and like humanity i'm gonna think of you guys out there like getting meal trains and like doing 100 burpees and it's gonna make me feel better it's really admirable so how do people get involved you know if they're interested what's the best way to to get connected 
Um, I should have written down the website. I, I meant to do that, but it's <laughs> if you Google F three Nation, F three Cincinnati. You're uh-huh. gonna so Google F three Cincinnati, F3 and I'll link the website. I'll I'll get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the URL for the website. Which Just will, show up to the parks, and that will show you the location. It'll show you the search Cincinnati the times. Um, I think there's an email even to you know there's a F three Cincy at gmail dot com. Again, don't quote me on that. There's an actual. Gmail. There is a Facebook, but most of our communication is done uh, privately. Mm-hmm. Uh, via Slack, uh-huh. yep. Um, yep. that mobile app. But yeah. Right. So once you go to workout, you get your contact information. Like Bama said, you'll you'll be on Slack, which is the primary uh-huh. means of communication once you're once you're in. But to find out more, yeah, I'd send an email or go to the website. Post on Facebook. Um, I'm sure we we may have a Instagram. I'm not I'm not socially. Proficient. I'll get the email from you guys. We'll put it out there. Yeah. We'll make sure people can can get in touch. Yeah, it sounds really cool. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you so much for, for your coming time. on. Yeah, this has been fun. wonderful. I really appreciate it. What's uh, any big events coming up? Uh, we just had our second mule rush, so I don't oh, think okay. anything is so planned as of right now. But we we will certainly have another one in the spring. You're like, we just got to get through the winter now. <laughs> I'm sure we'll do some happy hours and some other stuff. Community outreach, you know, is big um, as well. All right, guys, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Thanks everyone for listening. <laughs>